what our community needs to see. Before I go there, let me read verse 21 of 2 Peter 2, verse 21. Look up, just look up on the screen. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. It would have been better for them not to have even known the way. Why do you think God repentance? Because there's some people, it would have been better for them not to know the way of righteousness. Because of how bad it will be once they get back entangled again. Then having known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. It would, it would have been better for them not to know it at all. Galatians chapter 5. Write down this before you go get Galatians chapter 5 and 1. I want you to write down what our community needs to see. Okay, you got that. Galatians chapter, underneath it, right, Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. It says, stand fast therefore in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Our community, what they need to see is a church that stands stand fast, therefore in the liberty by which Christ stands. They need to see people and our young people and our adults, they need to see them stand in the will of God and not be moving and wavering this way and that way. They need to see a church that's standing in love and compassion, standing up for what is right and not for what is wrong and saying we love you but we will not accept the sin. The church needs to stand in a way to understanding that I am in liberty. God has set me free and I'm not going back to my old stuff. Never, ever again. The world needs to see a church that stands and say, I'm not going back. I'm not going back and I'm not going back to that old stuff that I used to do. I'm taking a stand. And if you see me slip, watch me stand up again. And if you see me slip up and fall, watch me ask for forgiveness from my brother. If you see me slip up and cuss, watch me say I'm sorry because I'm changed. And if you see me make a mistake, watch me show me. I will tell you I'm asking God to forgive me. I'm not going to get entangled back in this stuff. Every time you slip, the enemy's trying to entangle you back again. But when you say, God, forgive me, that entanglement is cut off. And you can say, God, I'm free. People need to see you when you slip. Get up again and say, I'm not going back to that stuff. I'm not going back to anger and hatred and being angry and filled with hate and filled and going back to depending on alcohol and drugs. I'm not going back to that stuff where my mind was chained up, where my mind was in depression and worry and fear. I'm not going back to that stuff. I'm tired. I don't want to go back to that, that mindset anymore. I want to be free. Be free. It says stand fast, therefore. The, so the community needs to see a church that's standing fast and not getting entangled back into the yoke. All they see is a church being entangled again, being yoked up in bondage again. They just like us. They need to see a church stand up and be free. Jeremiah 
Let's go to Jeremiah, still under what our community needs to see. Jeremiah chapter 34 and verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 34, verse 15. It says, then you recently turned and did what was right in my sight. So what, Jer- what Jeremiah, what God is talking about, he's talking about the, uh, his church, his people. They did what was right. Amen. He said, you're doing what was right. Then you recently turned and did what was right in my sight. The community needs to see a church doing what is right in God's sight. Are you with me? Every man proclaiming liberty to his neighbor. That is right in the sight of God. Proclaiming the liberty to his neighbor. Proclaiming what is true freedom from sin to his neighbor. And the way you do that is the way your lifestyle is. You can't hold on to backbiting and gossiping and and depression and worry and fear. When you keep holding on to depression and, and keep holding on to the bondage in your mind, you're saying you're not free. The world, our community needs to see. I was depressed, but God has brought me out. I was worried, but look what God did for me. The community needs to hear your testimony of how God brought you out and set you free and you're not allowing yourself to be bonded again proclaiming the liberty proclaiming your testimony proclaiming your freedom are you ready to proclaim your freedom today or are you still bonded some of us have fear of proclaiming their freedom because deep down inside they're still bonded they're bondaged in their chain deep down inside their chain and so they never can come out into community and claim it out loud I tell you the truth today believe in the word of God and be set free from your chains and from your bondage he said they did right by proclaiming their liberty to their neighbor and you made a covenant before me in the house which is called by my name the church the community needs to see proclaiming liberty and the testimony in whose name in Jesus Christ's name no other name not by no preacher don't go on a community I've been set free I go to greater grace temple pastor Jerry no I did not set you free you go out in the community and say, by the testimony of God, Jesus Christ has brought me out. He's brought me through. I don't have the bondage that was chaining me up no more. I am set free. God has set me free. Standing on the word of God. It's in his name we can claim freedom everywhere we go. That's why I'm not going to allow myself and people to rock me back in entanglement. I'm not letting people control me and put me back to where I used to be. I'm not going to allow the world and trials and tribulations to put me back stuck on the bondage and chains. No, I proclaim liberty. I proclaim liberty. Getting ready close to close. This This is one of the things I want you to write down. What we must know. This is what we must know. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and 17. This is what we must know. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? There is freedom. 
God says, I will reside, I will abide in you if you abide in me. And if the Holy Spirit is abiding in you, guess what? You have the spirit of liberty, of freedom residing inside of you. You must know who you are. You must know that freedom is there. You just need to tap into your freedom and believe and proclaim your freedom because things are going to come to you. Things are going to attack you. Trials and tribulations are going to try to bind you down and hold you down. But you have to reach deep down inside know who you are and say no the spirit of the Lord has set me free the spirit of the Lord has set me free you have to know that because every time you take a step forward into serving others and serving one another and serving and serving and doing the will of God, the enemy will try to come in and bind you down and hold you down from doing his will but you have to proclaim your liberty And if the spirit of the Lord is in you, you can proclaim your liberty. Go to James chapter one, verse 25. What we must know. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Forgetful hearer. How many times have we come to church on Sunday and Bible study and we forget? We forget we allow the word of God to come in our ear and we let it go just right out. We allow the word of God and we know the word of God and we allow it to come in our ear and we just, it was a good message and then the message probably lasts an hour after service and it's done. Bible study probably lasts maybe two hours and then you fall asleep, you wake up, what we talk about? If you ever get to a place where someone comes up to you and you say, oh man, the word, the God was awesome. What do you talk about? And you don't know, that's a forgetful hearer. You might not remember everything, but you should at least have something. Hold on, let me pull this up in my notes. I was taking notes because I wanted this thing to reside deep down inside my soul. Amen? James says, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer. So when we come in here and we hear, I'm telling you now that we're going to hit these streets. It's coming. And we got to be one with it. The time of just talking about it is over. It's coming. We're doing a service outside. Taste of grace is coming. Two weeks in a row, we're going to hit it back to back. We're going to be outside in this community. We got to be ready and we got to be one. And we got to have a passion to see people saved and delivered and set free. Where is your passion? This freedom is not for you, just for you. This freedom is for those who are bonded and chained up. They need to know it too. And guess what? You will be blessed when you don't just forget it, but you become a doer. I'm trying to bless y'all. The Lord is trying to bless y'all by being doers. When we set up things that go out forth and reach the community, you're becoming a doer. And when you become a doer, guess what? You become blessed in what you do. Some of us dealing with sickness and pain and dealing with all this stuff. But do you not know God will heal you for his glory? What you getting ready to do? You about to do my work. I need to heal you so you can do it. I need to get you up out of your seat so you can do my will. I need to change some things around. I need to bless you with some finances. I need to bless you with this because you're stepping out on faith and you're doing my will. So I need to bless you to keep on rolling. 
So while you are sick, while you are in your illness, keep on stepping to do the will of God because through it you will find your blessing. Why are you going through financial trials and tribulation? Why are you going through struggle? Keep trusting in God. Keep doing what you need to do. And through the process, God will. Joy, we talked about it last week. Joy is knowing your end result, and that's victory. What we must know. And the last thing, write down Isaiah chapter 61. We must know that we are right for the job. We must know what we are getting ready to do. We must have the mindset and the passion to know. And in Isaiah 61 verse 1, it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has anointed you to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent you and us to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bonded. God, what you must know, saints, what we must know is that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you? If you accepted Christ in your life, if you're walking towards Jesus Christ, I'll tell you the truth today that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. How do I know that? Because you're not what you used to be. How do I know that? Because there's some changes that you have made in your life. You're not the same person. You're not the same sister. You're not the same brother. You're making steps towards the Lord. Look back at what God has brought you through. That's how you know the Spirit of the Lord is upon you because you have a desire to change and you begin to see the change. I claim to you today, see the change that God has made in your life so you know that the spirit of the Lord is upon you when you realize the spirit of the Lord is upon you it becomes easy it becomes an understanding that you can preach good tidings you understand your anointing you are anointed to preach the good tidings you are anointed to preach about your testimony you are anointed to preach about what God has brought you through you are anointed to tell folks yeah I used to be this yeah I used to do that but God has brought me out of darkness he set me upon a rock he has set me free Proclaim your testimony. What you must know in order to reach the community is to tell people about Jesus Christ. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. How many people are brokenhearted out there in the streets? People have been done wrong, not knowing what true love is, not knowing what love is at, at all. Been molested, been used, been abused, been hurt, been turned around, been slapped down. Some of us in the sanctuary have been molested, been used, been turned down, been slapped down. But there's something about different about the saints of God. There is something different about the people that love Jesus Christ. There is something different about the ones who claim salvation in our life. They have an upbringing, they have a power, they have a zeal, and that zeal you must take it out to the street and say you can be healed from your brokenhearted. I was healed from all this stuff. That's what makes me different from the world is that I can overcome. I'm giving you the ability. I'm showing you the power that helped me overcome this world. The brokenhearted. 
People need to be healed from a broken hearted. They daddy done left them. They mama been abused them verbally. They daddy abused them verbally. Told them they'll never be nothing. They're broken heart. Their heart is broken. Their heart is sunk down deep in sin. Satan has controlled them because their heart is broken. And he's given them everything else to try to heal a broken heart. But those things can't heal a broken heart. Only Jesus Christ can mend a heart back together. Only my maker who knows what a heart is. Who created and put a heart in me knows how to put a heart together to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison Satan has the people in the community chained up and locked up in prison they can't seem to get out they can't seem to be set free so when we come together and we pray and before we hand out flyers and before we go forth God is going before us and he's opening up the prison doors He's opened up those doors so that we can come in and tell them the truth and say, come out of your prison. God has opened up your door. Just step on out. All you have to do is step out. People think it's so hard and so difficult to be set free. All you have to do is step out and say, God, here I am. I'm sorry for my sins. I repent. Lord, forgive me. Set me free. People are locked up in prison and they don't know the prison doors have already been opened. They don't know that Jesus went down and took the keys from Satan already and broke them free. They don't know that. Because, listen to this. When an elephant has been chained up for so long to a post and as a baby and they try to get out, they grow up and they still have that mindset. Even though they have the power to leave. Even though they have the power to be set free. Because they've been chained so long. They try to get out and they won't even try because they tried it so long when they was little. They won't even try to get out. But if I could whisper into that elephant's ear and say, man, don't you know who you are? Elephant, don't you know you have the power to break this tree? Don't you know you have the power to be set free? Come on, man, get up, get out, break through. All you have to do is know the truth. And when you know the truth, maybe the elephant will try again. And if he try again, he's going to break his chains. He's going to break down that tree and claim his freedom to all the elephants chained up. He said, look, I have the power. You do too. Break out of this prison. And when you show them that they can be set free, Guess what? They're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell their neighbors. They're going to tell the people around them. Listen, I was chained up. I thought I didn't have the power to change. I thought I didn't have the power to let go of drugs, to let go of alcohol, to let go of depression, to let go of worry, to let go of fear. I thought I was too weak, but somebody told me about Jesus. Somebody showed me the truth. Somebody had a testimony. Somebody said I have the power to break these chains. Somebody said somebody already opened up the door. Somebody already paid the price somebody already shed the blood somebody has already set me free all I have to do is walk in my freedom walk in my freedom walk in your freedom walk in your freedom the world needs to see a church walking in their freedom the world needs to see a church standing for righteousness This is the direction we're going, saints. This is the vision. 
Everything is being built on the exterior. The building is exterior. And we see the beauty on the outside. We see the beauty on the outside of everywhere. We see the beauty on the outside of ourselves. But now it's time to work in the inside. Now it's time to get deep down in the inside. And do the nitty gritty work. And show people our testimony. And proclaim it. You might be saying, I'm a little up there in age to be walking. Walk as far as you can walk. Go as far as you can go. While there's still limbs in your body. If you're in a wheelchair, have somebody wheel you out there. You know how that, what kind of testimony that be if, if there was a mo- mother being wheeled out there in the street, handing out flyers, saying, come. Somebody going to get touched by that just alone. It's like, man, they hungry. They, they love somebody. Freedom is here. Let us stand.